who's a legend here in Central Texas as far as working with our young women and, and getting these girls ready for the next level. So could everybody please welcome Mr. Tommy Speedy Greg to the podcast today. Tommy, how you doing? I'm great, Everett. How are you? Oh, man, I'm, I'm good, man. Just get, getting old is hard, ain't it? <laughs> Trust me, it is. <laughs> but you know, but you know what's, what's crazy, man? You were still doing this. Yeah. You guys yeah. are still doing this, man. Yeah. And so, yeah. that, I mean, that's amazing, man. It's, it, it truly is amazing. So before we get into the Q&A, um, Speedy, um, can you give our listeners a little information on your background and, and all that stuff? Well, I'm, a, I'm an original Austinite, uh, grew up here, uh, graduated from the old L.C. Anderson High School, uh, went off to college, to Grambling, came back, uh, and uh, started a family. Okay. And uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, one yeah. of my uncles knows you. His name is really? James Hendricks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. went to Reagan. And then my he, other uncle- He went to Reagan. Yes, and my other uncle, his older brother, I think he went to the old Anderson too, Nathaniel Henry. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, the one that went to Reagan was a was a hell of a football player. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes, he was. He, I think he was on Reagan's very first national championship football team in '67. I think he was on that t- on that he- squad. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's good to know, man. So, um. Let's get this started. So, Speedy, can you let us know, our listeners know, um, exactly how long have you been doing this, working with our young women? I I can't hear you. You're breaking up. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. I say, um, can you let our listeners know exactly how long have you been coaching and developing these young women from Central Texas? Uh, it's been, I started in 19, I'm sorry. Uh, it's been 21 years. I know that. It's 21 been 21 years. years wow. That's, that's a long time. And, and Speedy, yes. what, what inspired you to get into yeah. coaching in the first place? Why did you choose this? Well, my daughter, she, we, were, we were looking for a team for her to play with here in Austin, especially in East Austin, and there wasn't any. So I was told that there was a group in uh, across town called Town and Country, and uh, we took her out there to play. And uh, the the type of ball that they were playing wasn't basketball to me. You know, you had to wear a band. You had to only <laughs> watch one the girl that had the same colored band, and that was wasn't developing her for me. So I took, I said, well, why don't I do it? You know, why wait on somebody else to do it? So we started a a basketball team. Yeah. Uh, Okay. You know, that's crazy that you mentioned that because when um, when we first got Troy started playing, she played for Town & Country and they told us that she was too aggressive to play. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm like, wow, how can a player be too aggressive? Exactly. They wouldn't let her guard anybody else but the girl that had the band on with her. Uh, And it it was just not basketball to me. That wasn't teaching her anything. So I said, well, I'll do it myself. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's when uh, we started uh, looking for teams for her Mm -hmm. and she went to Deer Park Middle School, and so right. we, I, I forget who they was playing. 
And one of the guys asked me in the stands, one of the dads, I didn't never, I didn't even know him at the time. He's like, man, who your, who your baby play for? I said, she don't play for nobody yet, but I'm trying to find somebody. And then he right. introduced me to Dennis. And that's mm-hmm. how she started playing and you know, playing with Dennis. And then, um, okay. okay. And then Coach Aggie made a mm-hmm. suggestion to me when after her um, freshman year, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think you should um, hook up with um, Tommy Gregg. And <laughs> I think um, Troy should, you know, kind of play for her, play for him. I think it'd really help her because, you know, and then she was telling me about Amber. And then I remember, mm-hmm. I think it may have been 2006, 2007, my oldest son, mm-hmm. Everett, he's like, Dad, you need to come to a, a girls game and see our girls play and look at Amber Gregg. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, so, you know, I went to a game and, 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 and watching her play, I was like, man, that's how I want Troy to be able to play. Be just, you know, be like wow. her. And, and it just so happened they end up the two best, in my opinion, the two best girls that ever yeah, played at, at McNeil is Troy and Amber. Exactly. And I think exactly. both of their numbers should exactly. be retired. Their numbers should have been retired. I Nobody agree. else should be wearing those numbers. But And, and, that, and that's how we go. And, and then coming to find out, hey, that's Speedy. That's her dad. And so Troy played for him and all of that stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. You know, Speedy, one of the things that I always – or why I kind of started this podcast and, 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 and coaching, you know, for my years in LA and then a few years I coached out here is <clears throat> I, I always thought that as a coach, it's more than your job to be just a coach. And, and what I mean by that, I like coaches or people sure. that, that has um, the young ladies or young men, whoever they're coaching best interest in heart, beyond sports um how do you think about that? yes what do you feel about that oh uh, that that's you, you're not coaching if you don't go beyond just x's and o's it, it, it that's the you you want to coach them in life as well you know right. because without without you know you can basketball will only take you so far you have to have life skills you have to have other skills and the main part of my coaching is to build them as an individual Yes, exactly. And, you know, and, and, and it's funny because I think it's probably been about eight years since you last coached Troy. Yeah. And probably about 10 years um, since Dennis last coached her. But mm-hmm. I can say without a doubt that you, you two guys have really made a lasting impact on her beyond basketball because I know to this day she's still in contact with you guys. Oh, yes. So, oh, yes. Oh, that yeah. part right there, I mean, I just want to tell you guys, thank you, because, you know, I, I always knew that you had her um, best interests in well, heart. Well, well, Everett, I, I must say she had a lot to work with, because you guys instilled some qualities in that kid, man, that go way beyond basketball. And there's not a time that I don't go to Louisiana that I don't call Troy to yes, check sir. on her. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I know she she, Mm -hmm. tell me that. You know, and Speedy, I got a thing there to me, you know, I feel like there are some coaches today in today's time um, who, quite frankly, should be out of, shouldn't be coaching because a lot of these guys and and ladies are self-serving. They are worried about themselves and not the overall picture on working with our young people, especially our young people that comes from the inner cities. Uh, 
What's your opinion on that? Well, that 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 is a problem. That's a major problem. Uh, you have a lot of them now that, like you say, are self-serving. It's all about them, you know. Uh, they can tell you a million reasons why you should come with them, but they never tell you how they're going to develop your kid, you know. Once, that, that, if they decide to go to another team, they shun them. It's just like, you know, and that's, that's not what you do. That's not, you, you build character in these kids. You, you do it for the kids. You know, if, if their name is not attached to it or they're not a D1 kid, they don't, they don't deal with them, you know. They, yeah. And, and I, think that's, I think they need to get out of it. I, I, I really do, too. And I know it was another, you know, you and I, you know, we had a situation um, where I took Troy and let her and had her play for another team. Now, mm -hmm. during that course of that time, I have never got any feedback from anybody. Hey, man, every since you took Troy, Tommy's been talking about you. Speedy say this, Speedy say that, and he don't give a who. <laughs> but that was I never experienced that with you, and and I'm wondering, and I knew at the time I, I would be the first one to say this, and I told Troy. I made a mistake. I made a mistake when I took her, let her play for that other team. And, and so I can admit that now, but there was never a time that you had some animosity towards me and, or nor towards Troy, like some of these other organizations do. How is you were able to do that? And a lot of people can't do that, man. Because it was about Troy. It wasn't about us. Right. It was about Troy. It, it was about what was best for Troy. And, and, I, and you cannot forget, Troy is your child. So you had to do what you thought was best for her. Who am I to get mad at you for doing what you thought was best for your kid? But now in the same token, I, I, I love Troy, you know, and, right. I, and I, I had, like I said, that was between me and you. It wasn't between Troy. I will always take care of Troy first. Right. You know? mm -hmm. And you know, that, and that's what I have a lot of respect for you. And trust me, Troy didn't want to go. And <laughs> he didn't want to leave ultimately. Um, and when, when we went to Boo Williams, yes, yes, that's when I should have pulled her and put her back on. Yes, yes, because she, she, I, I just don't have no good take. No, that old saying the grass is not always green on the other side. Right, right. I played into the part, but right. you know, it was part of my stubbornness and yeah. <laughs> and all of that stuff. Well, but well, when I went, when we were there, Everett, and I saw her and how unhappy she was right. i said i don't care what about me i'm going to ask him if she can come back I, right. you know, I, and I, I wish you would have <laughs> yeah and i wish yeah. you would have so yeah yeah here's the thing speedy from the time that troy played with you guys you guys had some serious talent girls on oh that, yes on that team and a question i have for you is is it easier to coach a team that's from one to eight or one to nine and 10 are extremely talented, they all can go, or is it easier to coach a team with just one or two players? Uh, it, neither, you, you just coach what you have and you coach the individual. You know, you don't coach them as, as a team. You coach them as an in, individual because that team will probably break up and won't. They will probably never play again. So you coach the individual. You know, some are, some are, some are better than others. Some are D one. Some are D threes. But they're all basketball players. Yeah, that's true. But they're all basketball. But you know, yeah. to me, when I when I saw that team those few years with her, 
I, I was like, man, there's no wonder where I'll be playing in Austin. Because <laughs> them girls can really go. And, you know, you had a young lady on your oh, team. Yeah. You had a, a young lady on your team that I felt like she was underrated. And uh, especially here in Austin, the, the, the papers didn't give her a lot of pub. And I truly wish that um, her and Troy could have played together in high school. And that, to me, that player was, was Kendra Key. Oh, I, yes. I think oh, yeah. she was one of the most underrated players no in, doubt. This, in, in this area. No and, doubt. And I guarantee you, if, if she was at McNeil with Troy or if Troy was at Bowie with her, yeah. they would have went to the to the. They would have went to state. Team. Yes, they would have went. That was yeah. good, good. So yeah. how yeah. is, yeah. In, in a situation like that, Speedy, how do young ladies or, or even guys get missed? Is it because they don't have a certain style or because maybe she was quiet how is that they didn't give her the recognition that she should have got well well she wasn't she wasn't a, 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 remember we called her smooth because she was so so smooth and everything right. that she did and uh she was quiet uh she had every talent and, and to this day i can't figure out why she she didn't go she was to me she was one of the the d1 players on their team Right, and and it, it just so happened that everywhere we went, everybody said, "Well, she she didn't she didn't look like she was doing anything." I said, "Well, look at the statue. All right. you have to do at the end of the game, look at the statue. It would be full." Right. And to this day, I think that was one of the ones, probably the only one that didn't get her just due. Yeah, I I, I agree with you hundred percent. Because I remember, um, I think y'all went to. Tennessee first and then y'all went mm -hmm. to New Orleans and I didn't make yep. that trip yep. and yep. I know and during those that time you guys in Tennessee y'all played Duncanville with Ariel Atkins yep. and yep. then in New Orleans y'all played DFW T-Jack and I remember getting yep. phone calls from yep. Troy and you know and I remember DFW beat us by two points yeah and then and, and Duncanville beat y'all by four but I remember the phone call I got from Troy and she's like dad right. we should have beat them she said but dad Kendrick was killing them what she said, she was just giving she, him the she did. She and did. I, and I think that she game she was probably the the most un and she started every game. She was yeah. the most underrated kid on the team. Yeah, she was. It was. It was. It was just yes. sad. But then another problem, Speedy, that I have maybe because I you know where I came from, Los Angeles, and I style of basketball. One mm -hmm. thing that I was really shocked of that out here in Texas, Special Central Texas, they have no shot clock. And oh I, God! I just thought that was a travesty, and then another the, issue the, that I have the, the problem with that the problem with that ever is that it 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 kind of underserves them because when they get to college, yes. they don't know what to do. Yes, you it, know it, it really does, and and so and another thing too that I noticed here and this with the club teams and is with um, the parents is that I have never experienced so many adults hating on kids and i just couldn't figure that out that's why people always ask me well when troy played you never sat on mcneil's side because i knew i couldn't have taken my head mm -hmm. we had a couple of parents that'd be talking smack and i had to oh. go up in the oh, stands yeah. and say something i'm like bro this is y'all heard your daughter my daughter's teammates you can say what you want to say about me but you right. never heard me say nothing negative about somebody else's kids why is that culture right. like that out here uh, because they're not used to basketball, girls basketball. Okay. That, that's what it is. And and everybody thinks that their kid is the next Maya Moore. Right. You know, 
and that's just not the case. Yeah, it you know, they, they see they see their daughter different than we see him, you know. Right. And and then also, Spitty, well, another thing that I noticed about, especially in Central Texas, is that a lot of the club coaches and the high school coaches are not on the same page. Um, why you why you think that's that way? Well, everybody wants gratification. Everybody, it's, it's, again, it goes back. High school coaches are just like club coaches. Everybody wants to be the one to say, that's my kid. You know, not not that I developed that kid, but that's my kid. Right. You know, you don't you don't see them doing it with the kid that sits at the end of the bench. Right. You don't, you don't see that. But everybody wants gratification, you know. Yeah, and, and 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 to me, I think that's really sad because if, oh, I think is. if, if the club it coaches is. and the high school coaches can get it on the same accord, it it's it going to benefit their program. I like remember when I was coaching, I had my team. I had a, all my kids went to Westwood High School, mm-hmm. and so I went to the coach um, after that second year. I said, "Okay, coach, tell me what you want me to do with your kids in the summer. What do you really what do you want? Right? What right. do you want me to focus on?" I said, now, when it comes to defense, hey, I'm going to do the things I want to do because I love to trap and press and all that. Yes, yes. But basically what I did for him is during the whole summer, the last two years that they played for me, we ran their whole offense. We ran their whole system. I didn't deviate. I didn't try to come. Now, only thing I did do, I made some adjustments. I said, okay, if if they stop you on this action, what's your next action? So I did make some adjustments off of that. But basically – I just did what he wanted us to them to do so they can run right. when the season come. And why doesn't that happen often out here? You know, you know where it happens at Speedy? It happens well, in, in, in Lake Travis. Yes. And Westlake. That's where it happens. Well, 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 surprisingly enough, they are getting back to that now because we have two or three schools that we work with specifically. Mm-hmm. And and they would tell us, you know, you take them and you do what you want to, and let us know what what you've done. Okay. And and it was after so many years of, of of having to fight with them, you know. And 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 another thing, you know, if you look at Texas basketball, you can't even get in a gym most of the time. Yes. Whereas yeah. in in California, you can probably walk in there. Yeah. <laughs> anytime you want to. Yeah, yeah, I remember when I started. That was the 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 hardest part. That that I think that, that place has, has slowed the growth in a lot of programs. Yes. Yeah, because you can't get in the gyms. Right, and then what we had to do is my kids had to belong to town and country, and then because they town and country out in in, in north mm-hmm. northwest um, Austin, they ran all the high school gyms. So we right. had to be, my kids, as long as they was part of town and country, mm-hmm. I got gym time and gym slot time. Exactly. But it, it was, and that's extremely hard. And then I think too, yeah. in Central Texas, man, everybody plays the same to me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, how can you differentiate yourself from this other high school when y'all run the same system, y'all just call it something different? Well, you're doing this, exactly. If, if if you remember, Everett, we were one of the first ones to use the one three one trap, right? And we did it well. Nobody knew what it was, so we had a field day with it, you know. And then you, you also you can't limit your kids, so you teach them everything, right. you know. You don't just limit them to one thing or or man to man, or you know. You teach them everything because what I want to do is prepare them for college, and they're going to see everything in college. Yes, you know? yes, sir. That, that 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 is true, and so it, it, it's kind of crazy, man. But 
yeah, and that was uh, and it took me a long time to get used to basketball right. out here because I just came from a whole different, you know, right look on it and, and how they played and kids was, you know, getting up and down the court. You got yeah. shooters. Yeah. You know, yeah. And you know, just like everybody um told me when I first got here that the dude from McNeil Hegeman was the best coach in the area. <laughs> I'm like, but this dude, this dude has no state championships, none. Right. Now, but he he's the best in the area. He and he ain't played for one. Right. You know. And then I think out of his 20 some years, he might have got three kids out of there. AJ, yep. the guy yep. Bailey went to Oregon, and right. Aaron Page. So was, how? At the is 20, he the best one? Yeah. He got yeah. three kids, and it's based on on the wins, and that's and you know, and that's how. Um, I think I view Central Texas. I just don't think, to me, I think there's only a certain programs out here that got some good coaches. And, yeah. the, rest, and the rest is just out here just drawing a paycheck. Let's call it what it is. Out drawing here, a yeah. paycheck. Mm-hmm. Just drawing a paycheck. You so, know, and, and it's sad, you know, if you look at some of those coaches and you look at some of the top, as they call them, coaches around here, and we have more kids, we've sent more kids to college than they have. Right, and they've been in it longer than we have. You know, yeah, I yeah. think today, as of today, I think we're right at three hundred kids that we put in college, and right. that's almost more than more than the uh, AISD district. Yeah, so. and that, that that's true. And so, and, and back to my other thing, with um, we know our good friend made the comment, but I was wondering what would have happened if we was able to get the best of the best together and go play in Austin. What do you think would have happened? Well, I, I'm going to tell you, it, we would we would we would have had a lot of these top uh shoe company teams would have had nightmares. Okay. They would have had nightmares cuz we would have been low. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And and that, yes, and that was one of the things too, you know, I, you know, I just thought that for me, you guys should have, I think y'all should have played up in the Metroplex in Houston more than so than, than Central Texas. Yeah. Was that because yeah. of a travel yeah. or is that would just why did that you guys didn't do that that much? Well, a lot of it was finances. Okay. You know, because we weren't a, a shoe company or anything like that. And we tried to pick the best the best tournaments that we thought could get the best exposure. Okay. You know. That's why we went to we went to Atlanta, we went to uh, New Orleans, we went to Tennessee because we knew the coaches were going to be there. You know, right? Mm-hmm. So, Speedy, w- would you say it's safe to say that? Okay, before that question, did you see that coach punch that kid in Florida? Did you see that video? Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah, see I did. What, what do you think about that, man? I think he should have been arrested on the spot. Yeah, I do too. That that I mean, I I have no seen you question. get mad. And, I, and, and, I have seen you get mad at some of your, but I have <laughs> never seen you get to the point where you want to punch him, <laughs> or me for that matter. <laughs> no, I mean that was that, that was just that was yeah that was uh, crazy man that was really crazy. And, and one other question as I have an adult, you. Man, you know, yeah. Sure. And, and and one question, another question I have to to you, Speedy. Um, what does, in your opinion, what does being a coach mean to you? 
it be it means being a mentor, uh, a teacher, uh, an advisor, a parent. Uh, coaching is probably the the last on the list. You know, the only thing I ever ask of my kids is once they graduate, is I'd like to, a, a copy of their diploma. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. I didn't know that. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's yeah. one of the. Oh, I've got one. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> and see, and, and and that's a stickler with me, uh, <laughs> with a lot of these coaches, and especially today. Now, this guy said that to me. I think after 2015, the talent level in Central Texas has such a big drop compared to when Troy was in there. What do you think about that? Yep. Oh, I, no doubt. No doubt. There, there, there's, there's, there's no question. I think a lot of it has to do with, with today's kids. They don't get out and play in the park like we used to, you know? Okay. They don't, they don't, they don't. I don't think they value the, the opportunity to get an education through basketball, which is what, what most kids should be doing it for. You know, right. you, if you get one of the kids to go to the WNBA, it, it's, it's a, an anomaly. But basketball to me is a vehicle to get an education. Yeah. And that's what they should be thinking about. And without that, not eight out of 10 of them wouldn't, wouldn't, be, going to, wouldn't be going to college. Right. And, you know, and another thing I, you know, I, I mentioned to Joe that, that I had a problem with is during the summertime, a lot of these programs was playing during the height of the pandemic. Uh, I don't know if you guys played during that time. And, and, he, and he tried to make this thing to me saying that, well, we know we want to get them more exposure. I'm like, wait a minute, college coaches couldn't even come out till August. So how are you getting them exposure right. playing in June and July when right. the height of this pandemic? No, right. So, what is your opinion on on and during that time and what's going on now with all these teams still playing during this time? Well, we won't we won't play. The only time that we will play during the summer is if it's live stream where coaches can actually look at the kids uh, online. But other than that, if they're not live stream, we're not taking them. We probably went to two tournaments out of state this past year, which we normally do six. Okay. Because I'm not going to take a chance on it. It's just not worth it to me. Yeah, because I was telling him, because um, as a coach, if something would happen to one of my kids, then I would never yeah. be able to live I, with myself. You know? No, no, no. Every, we've done more calling this summer, you know, and, and fortunately we have a good word with a lot of these coaches where they'll take them sight unseen. And, and, and that's, that's probably, I think we had, we had, matter of fact, I know we had seven kids seven seniors that we've already signed five of them. We only have two to go, but, but you have to build a rapport with these coaches where they'll, they'll listen to you, you know? Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's more important. Um, is. Anything is, you know, it's the, first of all, it's the product that you put on the court and the reputation right. that you have and, and the characters exactly. of, of these young exactly. ladies and young men. I think that makes a bigger difference than anything else. Exactly. Cause I remember I was, um, Telling the coach from Kansas, uh, he was recruiting Troy. Like, I can tell you this about Troy: if she comes to the, any, wherever school she goes to, she gonna make a lasting impact on that community, not just a program. And she have done that everywhere she's went and played. Mm -hmm. you know? And exactly, is unique. And she did that. Mm -hmm. 
Did it to the point where some of the coaches was jealous of it. <laughs> some of our own coaches was jealous of it. And that, that's that's beyond me, man. But um, it, 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 it's crazy. But um, I, you know, I, I really um, when I started doing this thing, I said, you know, I said I, I, I'm gonna have to talk to Speedy at some point in time on this podcast. And, you know, just get some realness, man, because I think some other people that, that whatever I, that needs to be done. I, I think you op- you will open that to, uh, to a lot of people. Yeah, and that's what my son like, Dad. You know, do just stay real and 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 um and do you think? And I think people are comfortable. Right, and, right. You know, right. you know, I I had a, some couple of topics and people probably didn't like, but hey, that's that's life. It is what it is, and and you know, I, but that's I, part I, of it. You know, you you don't you know. You know, but but it has to be said. Yeah, and it has to be said because I I just they think I think that especially since I'm I'm here and I grew up I think if all of these coaches was really truly in it for the young ladies, Central Texas would have a better product. I mean, to me, than yeah. Dallas and Houston, and we can right. because we had the talent. Well, I, I don't know about today. Yeah, but I know during Amber's years and then through True yeah. Boys and Kendra's and all them years. We had the talent to compete with anybody in the country, anybody. Oh, yeah, no doubt. When we went to uh, the year we played uh, the team, East Coast Elite. Yes. They were the top t- team in the country. And we beat them. In, uh, <clears throat> that's when we first got on the map and everybody started seeing what type of kids that we had. And that's what got us our reputation. And, and the thing about it, Fonzell and I can't, I, I, and I don't know how I left Fonzell out, but man, right. that dude has been a, a godsend. The re, the way I got with Fonzell is we both had uh, separate clubs, and okay. and I had taken Amber. I had I, I understood I had taken Amber as far as I could take her as a coach. Okay, she needed to hear some some fresh ears. I mean, some fresh uh, ideas. So he had a daughter the same way. So we decided to join together, and we did, and that's how we got Austin Elite. But uh, we had the same thoughts. And, and how we've prospered so far is that we focus on our club. We can't focus on what everybody else does or what everybody else says. We focus on us. And we figure if we focus and do what we need to do for us, we'll be just fine. And it's, right. it's served us 21 years. Right. So, so basically what you're saying is that you just worry about Austin Lee, don't worry about nobody else, what they're doing. That's, that's exactly what I do. You okay. Know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't go out hustling kids. I don't go out stealing kids. If they come, they they come. But I, you know, and and I work with what I have. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's just because in, in Texas there there's a school for every kid. I, I don't. I still I firmly believe that it may not be D one. It may not be D two. It may not be D three. Could be JUCO. But there's a school for every kid that wants to play basketball. Yeah, and, and and what's so funny, you know, unlike in California, junior colleges give scholarships out here. Right. California, right. they don't do right. that. You don't get no scholarships. Wow. So wow. I didn't know that. No, California junior colleges don't give scholarships. You can get financial aid and, and pill uh-huh. as far as, like, giving mm-hmm. a scholarship where you don't pay nothing, basically like how Troy yep. when she was at Trinity. California don't do that. Yeah. California Jupiter. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. But they got some serious, serious talent and so right. uh, so you know it, it's it's, it's kind of crazy but yeah man I, I just had to um, talk to you and get your opinion so what do you think going forward how Central Texas is going to turn out as far as girls basketball you think we're going to have that 
talent like we had back in, I think 2012 was really the best talent that was this area had in Texas uh, or what? I, 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 the way that it's going, I don't see it because I don't see enough club developing kids. Okay. You know, I, I don't, I don't. All the good ones want to go, uh, are being recruited by the, the shoe companies, you know, and, and we, we, they, now don't get me wrong. There is talent out there, but it's not, it'll never be the same because okay. you had every coach back then, every coach had to develop their own talent. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, um, I think Jodine hit on that too. He, he said it wasn't more so about the coaching aspect of it. It was more so about developing some of these kids and, right. and, 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 and that's in part, even when, with, with, to me, with DFW Elite, TJ, I still don't say they really develop those kids. They just have more talent than everybody. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, an old blind man could have coached some of those teams <laughs> that they had, you know, and, but it's just they had more talent because, you know. They had more kids. Yeah, more you, kids. you look at that year when Mariah when, uh, Jefferson Oh yeah, Man, she was she was a beast, but it took yeah. her a whole year at UConn to really get back to the Mariah Jefferson from DFW. And once yeah. she got back to that level, you couldn't stop that young lady. She was yeah. Yeah. all that yeah. girl, fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, that's you know I think that's that's going to be the big part is you know going on and then just I you know I just wish a lot of these coaches would um, get into this business to help kids. You know? Well, D DFW probably was. It is probably the, the, the face of, uh, it would always be the face of uh, women's basketball here in Texas because of their founder. Right. The guy was, was fantastic. Yeah, Coach Jackson, right? Coach, fantastic. He, yeah. I will never forget it. He was one of those guys, I remember one year when we were, um, they, were they had the um, uh, All-American uh, Club in, uh, I can't remember where it was. Uh, it was an All-American camp and, and you had to be invited. And uh, we were talking one day, and he he asked me, did Amber and a couple of say they didn't? When are they leaving? I said, well, they didn't get invited. He said they didn't get invited. I said, what do you mean? I said they didn't get invited. He said, hold on, wait a minute. He called, got the number, called me back, and said, call, get them in there. Here's the number. You get them in there. Just go ahead and rest them in there. Now, I don't know a coach right now that will do that for somebody else's club. No, I, I I can't honestly say that I know another club that would do that. No, not not here in Texas. No, no. because and he, in Central and that Texas, just shows no. you, every, you know, and he was about the girls. He was not about club affiliation or right. anything like that. It was about the the kids. Yeah, because yeah, and that's true. I, I I never got a chance to meet him. Oh but, man, no, I I do have a from DFW. I do have a lot of respect uh, for Corey Hedgewood. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Coach Irvin yeah. Butler and and Coach. Yeah. Those guys was some really yeah. good yeah. dudes, and I and yeah. I, you know, take my hand yeah. off to them. And uh, oh yeah. And so, with that being said, Speedy man, you got any last remarks that you would like to let all these young coaches that's starting out today? Any advice for them? Be real, just be real, and it's not about you. Right. That that is the key. Is you know, I think if we all make it about the kids, right, we'll we'll see a big difference in some of these oh. coaches, and then if and if. And my thing is, if you can't make it about the kids, then just get out of it. Right. Go do it's something not, else. Right. I, I right. totally agree. Right. I totally agree. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Speedy, man, uh, thank you so much. 
um, sir, for spending time with me today and doing this, man. And well, I definitely, I definitely appreciate you. E. All I right. definitely appreciate you. Likewise, man, and I, and I have a lot of love and respect for you, man, and and um, everything. And next, I got a good old talk um, in touch with Fonzell and get him on here next. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah, yes, sir. So, with that being said, um, I to all you. Well, I appreciate you, man. I yes, really sir. do. Keep doing what you're doing, Ed. Yes, sir. Keep doing and, what you're doing. Um, and in closing, um, to all of you coaches out here that's doing things right by our kids, I wish you guys, especially Speedy, you and your program, nothing but continued success. And um, and God bless. And stay tuned for episode two in a couple of weeks after this one. Have a good one, Speedy. Thank you, Dick. Take care, my friend. All right, now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.